0: Welcome to Bad Batching, I'm your host Johnny Om, and today we're taking a look at Devil's Deal, ooh, big puddle, Uh, Devil's Deal, which is the 11th episode of the series, Um, and it was different, it was completely different from anything we've seen in Bad Batch so far, Uh, inasmuch that the Bad Batch are barely in it. Uh, We get probably one sequence with The Bad Batch and Crosshair shows up a bunch of times on Ryloth. Uh, And that's about it from there. Uh, So I thought that was really interesting. Um, and you know what made this episode just fantastic. Like I'm kind of I was kind of going into this one kind of going, I don't know where we're going now. I I, I've got no clue. Uh, You know we're gonna be heading towards an endgame here. But what's the end game going to be? I've got no idea. And the fact that it basically just threw every kind of con- uh, preconception that I had, uh, preconceived notion that I had, out the window, uh, in as much that, you know, the series are called The Bad Batch and they're hardly in one episode. And it's all about everything that's going on on Ryloth with characters that we've seen before in Clone Wars and who show up in Rebels and um, the fact that you know we get to see where Cham Syndulla is at this point and you know in in, in a way they, they made this this whole Empire thing kind of going on on Ryloth just fantastic because Cham Syndulla is happy you know he's they've brought peace to Ryloth. His his main goal has finally been achieved. It's like his life's uh, mission is done and he is able to kind of relax and no one else is. And it's like, oh my God, like, why is, you know, I mean, like, I get why everyone is kind of anti-Empire. I completely get it because, you know, they're doing some shady things. You know, they're opening a refinery, and yet they've got soldiers all over it. You know I mean? And Admiral Rampart is not exactly kind of like, he's like, you know, it's not like, you know, stormtroopers aren't... He, he could have just said stormtroopers aren't just the army. You know, they're here as security. They're here to kind of make sure everything's kind of going well. You know, they're overseeing... You know, he he could have come up with some really elaborate lie, and he just doesn't. He's just like, yeah, we've just got Stormtroopers here, kind of thing. And he's like, oh, okay, right. Yeah, you're really kind of making everyone feel safe now. Um, But the fact that they've taken the time to kind of introduce us to young Hera with Chopper... And Vanessa Marshall, not sounding like Vanessa Marshall whatsoever, was like, "Holy mother!" Um, I mean, I think that's really cool. Like we've had Kanan and we've had uh, Hera. I mean, this is typical kind of Filoni. Like, hey, let's let th- us let us like throw in the characters from another series that I've done. I mean, we've already had a bunch from, you know, we've already had Rex and Clone Wars. Um, we've had Kanan and now Hera. Um, so you know it's just gonna be a matter of time before you know the Bad Batch meet Ezra you know was like a baby or they'll just head off to Lothal and Omega becomes a babysitter uh, <laughs> that would be quite cool actually she would make a very good babysitter anyway so <laughs> um yeah I mean like the whole it, it really kind of it was it was very surprising it was a very big surprise the episode like kind of going hey look you know you're kind of probably wondering what we're gonna do here and you know what you know i mean like, like i said like this is normally the kind of point of a like an ongoing series where you start heading towards the end game i mean we're on episode 11 of 16 you know, by now, in, like, Buffy season three, like, we knew that the mayor was the bad guy, we knew something about, I he was going to do something called the Ascension, um, and we just didn't know what that was, so, you know, everything was kind of gearing up, so you're kind of expecting them to gear up to start gearing up to something massive, and it kind of feels like they are, like, they've, They've, throw, they've kind of thrown us into Ryloth and it feels like we're having like an over, like at least maybe two episodes because the next episode has is, is about Ryloth as well. Um, which I'm not surprised by. Uh, and I think we've kind of seen how they're going to get in there with the whole Hera and Omega kind of, uh, developing friendship that we saw uh, happen with the in the Bad Batches, you know, moment. Um, one thing that kind of niggled me a little bit about the episode, and it's it's something that I don't know if like Lucasfilm are doing on purpose or what. Um, I mean, I know. So at the end, Crosshair blasts Ornfritar using his sniper rifle. And it seems like he kills Ornfritar. But then Admiral Rampart says um, that they were arresting Chan Sindula and his wife, more on this later, um, for the attempted assassination of Ornfritar. So is he dead or not? I'm not quite sure, Uh, but if he is dead, then they've just kind of retconned another part of the canon, which was the fantastic novel *Lords of the Sith*, uh, which featured Vader and Palpatine going to Ryloth with Orn-Fritar, um, and basically ending, and Ornfritar dies in the attack on their ship. Um, but Vader and Palpatine survive and then are hunted by Champs and Doula and his um, and his freedom fighters. And everything about the episode was just like, right, okay. This is like, as soon as the Empire has kind of started, there's, I think the uh, Lords of the Sith is set five years after um, Revenge of the Sith. So it so there's time for everything to kind of change for Champ, and I kind of figure, you know, at some point. I mean, I spent half. Well, I spent a good half of the episode uh, waiting for Hera's mum to be killed, um, because you know that's going to be the the. I mean, I was kind of not expecting the Empire to arrest Champ because he's being incredibly cooperative. He's following he's towing the line and you know so it's like right what's going to happen what's going to make him change the only thing that would make him change because we know Hera survives we know Hera becomes a pilot like she wants to win this episode um so the only thing that's going to change for Cham is his wife because she is dead by the time we get to Rebels and I've got a feeling It's gonna happen, and I thought it was gonna happen this episode. Uh, I thought that uh, Crosshair was gonna take her out, Um, but he doesn't, obviously. Um, So I've got a feeling she is gonna die in the next episode, Um, which is like, oh my god! Like when they said when when um, Rampart says Sindula to Hera's mom, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Hera's mom. That's insane. And then we see young Hera. Weird Chopper was amazing. And she's spying. So, like, she's getting the spying stuff going. Um, I wonder if we're going to kind of see her pulling off some of the ninja stuff that we saw her do in... Well, we read about her doing in the book A New Dawn. I think that would be really cool if we did. Um... So, yeah, and I I really like, you know, even though, like, they only showed up for, like, a scene, or a couple of scenes, um, the Bad Batch had a really good kind of dynamic in this episode. Like, you know, they bring out the weapons to Gobi, and Hera meets Omega, and you spend, you know, more time with Hera and Omega, and Hera kind of explains to Omega about, flying and this sense of, of flying and you know it's not all about knowing the specs it's you know about this feeling and then like it's probably my one of the funniest parts of the episode is um you know we better go omega says so oh we better go and, and talks about flying and mentions that it's not she mentions you know you know it's, it's you know there's also that you've got to have that feeling and everyone goes and texts like what feeling you know because tech is Tech is tech, you know, he's, you know, he's fueled by the logic and, and, you know, like the schematic, he needs to know the schematics, he needs to know everything about the ship and how it all works before he can pilot it. And that's how he feels that Omega should learn. But I think Omega learned more from Hera in this episode about flying than she has from tech uh, so far. And I think that's really cool um that you know with we're seeing like these interactions i mean a lot of people are going to go oh, it's making the universe so small and it's it it isn't come on they're going to rile off you know of course we're going to see her it's you know it's a it's a story for goodness sake it's a cartoon for goodness sake it's a story about people in space with laser swords and people with long tails out of their heads. Come on, you know. Of course things are going to be connected. And it was it was a nice episode. And it was a really great origin story for Hera. Um, and seeing, of course, Chopper. You know, they've got... They go to their house and you see the derelict Y-wing that Chopper came out of, like, crashed in the garden. You know, and we see that we've seen that in Rebels, you know, obviously Cham is pretty adverse to, you know, cleaning up Um, and, you know, it was really this was a fantastic episode for character development for characters that we've not really spent a lot of time with and, you know, we get to see a lot from Cham Syndulla here and, you know, how, you know, we, we see him in Clone Wars and he's like this freedom fighter and in the end he makes a deal and kind of agrees to work with Orn Frita. Um and, everyone, and now in this episode, everyone's like, yeah, but, you know, we were told that when the war was over, the clones were going to go. And they haven't. And it's like, and Charm's like, look, just, we are free and we have peace. Can we not just enjoy this? Can we not just kind of accept that, okay, things haven't gone the way that we thought they were, but can we also accept that we don't have to worry about fighting anymore. And when he's asking his group to lay down their arms and, like, Gobi's just like, yeah, okay, I'll lay them down, but, I'm hmm, going to go get some more. It's like, you're just inciting trouble, um, which is obviously going to fall back on Cham because they are just, Ornfri Tar is just looking for a reason to nail Cham because the people follow Cham more than they follow Free Tar because Onfroy Free is just this fat pompous idiot from who you know lives on Coruscant. You know he's not in touch with the people, and it's com- you know uh, you know it, it, the way the story played out was so obvious that Cham's going to get his backside handed to him in this episode i'm not talking like in a fight i'm talking like just in general and politically he got his ass handed to him he really did you know um and you know the one thing i really want to know and i'm gonna have to go rewatch it on free Tart. did he get killed was that a kill shot from crosshair it looked like it was because when I was watching it, it looked like he got shot in the head. I need to go back and check that out. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, like if it, if they have retconned *Lords of the Sith*, I'm, I mean, they've done it a couple of things have been retconned here and there now. Um, so I guess okay, it's going to be the norm. *Lords of the Sith* will still be one of my one of the my favourite novels of the new canon, um, with this slight, even with this slight difference, um, I mean, in the novel you can just swap out Ornfree fritar for whoever the next senator would be. Um, but the fact that Rampart says attempted assassination, or the assassination attempt, blah, blah, blah um, makes me kind of go, okay, he might still be alive. Um, and something that was really interesting that I noticed, that Cham doesn't kill anyone. Cham is using um, stun. So he stuns all the, all the clone troopers. I think the only person who he would have killed is on free tar. But he didn't. But at the same time, like you never, there was never anything kind of explicit that said he's changed the settings from stun to kill. Uh, so he could have just stunned on freetail uh, before crosshair. You know, takes the shot. Um, so uh, I mean, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, in fact, probably it's it's probably one of my favourites of the season. Um, just because. It was so different, and it was, like, a completely different... I mean, this did not follow any of the tropes that we've kind of become accustomed to in terms of Bad Batch. So, you know, it it felt very fresh. And even though it's, like, episode only episode 11 of the series, it was nice to kind of get that, um, get that bit of a change. Also, give the the team a bit of a breather. You know, they're just doing a drop-off for Sid, you know. And I think... Um you know, my my gut feeling next episode will be that Gobi sends a message to Sid, uh, knowing that there's these kind of this kind of group of clones. Um oh no, Gobi got arrested, didn't he? Hera will do it. Hera will get in touch with the clones. She'll get in touch with Sid, who will send the Bad Batch to help them or and or, you know, she'll send this message to Sid and Omega will hear it and Omega will convince the Bad Batch to go and they will kind of free the Freedom Fighters and then the Freedom Fighters will go off. We'll find out that Ontree tar is actually still alive. Um, and they will Rampart will leave Ryloth but will also but will also leave the Imperial uh, overseer who was in uh, Lords of the Sith to do her job. That's how I think it's going to go. Um, I think it'll only be one more episode, uh, so that'll be episode 12, um, and then we'll have four more episodes to go after that. So it's kind of making, like, and the fact that this was so different, the fact that the Bad Batch were barely in it, makes me wonder what um how the rest of the season is going to play out now um i've seen people online going oh is this some sort of pilot for a new se- series i don't think it is uh i don't think we're going to get like the young hero and chopper adventures um 'Cause I don't know where the story would be for that. Although granted I didn't know where the story for Bad Batch would be. Um to be fair I'm still not quite sure what the overall kind of story that full you know, like Feloni like is like I need to know kind of the overall story and everything when talking about if it was if the next series was gonna be Ahsoka and Sabine looking for Ezra. Um but yeah, like I can't I can't see them doing a Caesar a series of uh kind of the Freedom Fighters. Because um, that again that I mean like I mean that could be incredibly repetitive. But then I said that about Bad Badge and it's not been at all, so you never know, but I don't think we're looking at a backdoor pilot here. Um Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anything else to say. um, Other than thank you for listening. Um, So, yeah, I mean, thank you for listening. And to the patrons out there, uh, thank you for your continued support and your contributions. Um, They're greatly appreciated. And they all go towards stuff uh, for the blog and the podcast. So thank you very much. And... If you would like to read the blog, head on over to mystyleslifedebt.com. If you would like to support uh, the blog and podcast, uh, you can visit patreon.com forward slash mystyleslifedebt. You can visit teespring.com forward slash user forward slash the life debt merch cantina. If you don't want to sign up for anything, um, but you'd like to help out, uh, then you can uh donate through the website on the support page and if you would like to sponsor a post um then all you got to do and this could be a little bit more a bit more financially or whatever uh, um if you'd like to sponsor a post um by providing something that i can write about so um you know if you want to you want to get my views on the Endor Han Solo Black Series, then you are able to hit up my the my self live Amazon wish list, um, and if you'd like to pick something off of there for me, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely, the post and the post that you you know that about the item would be completely dedicated to you. You get a name on your th- on the thank you page. And yeah, that, that post would be yours. Your name will be emblazoned upon the blog um, with special thanks and eternal gratitude. Um, so those are the ways you are able to support the blog. Um, oh yes, and the My Star Wars Life, the, the Life Debt Holiday Special, aka The Breaking of a Fan. Is now available to down to for purchase um, over on our over at the Life Debt Merch Cantina. Um, if that I mean that's available for you if you don't want to up to Patreon, uh, so you can pick that up there if you if you'd like to hear me uh, watch it well me reviewing um, and doing audio commentary to the star wars holiday special you can hit that up over there um i think that's it for now uh, other than thank you again and punch it chewy